0: Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and that's sass and that's your beer.
1: <laughs> oh jeez, I'm Mike. I'm Nate. <laughs> I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading Outlander by Diana Gabaldon? How do you say that name? No idea. Gabaldon? Sure. Diana G. Gabaldon. Uh, Gabaldon. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like Scottish. <laughs> that Brigadoon. And uh, I'm starting to be here. So... The book takes the main character, um, the Sassanac, Sassanach, um, Claire Beauchamp, or whatever her fucking dumb Frenchy name is. Beecham. Beecham, yeah, that's the Britishy, the way, right? It's not even close she, to how that's written. There's a, there's a lot of uh, English names like that, and English just place names. Yeah. we you're like, wow, just you just gave up in the middle, huh? <laughs> uh, so she is from uh, 1946 or something like that is her time, and she's magically transported back to 1743 Scotland. So she's dealing and you know, she's trying to get back to her her present by dealing with the past. So this beer is called, uh, it's an American barley wine from Other Half Brewing's sort of side project called Past and Present. See, I think it's when they do a style that's not super popular with microbreweries these days, and... American barley wine is certainly not the kind of thing you see often. Is it different in from other, other barley other half wines. really just makes IPA, stouts, and sours. This is off the beaten path of Coming in at 10% alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's Compared to the stouts they make, it is so subdued. Like <laughs> it is just sweet malty flavors A little, little tiny bit of hop uh, bitterness in there. It's very good. I mean I I don't gravitate towards this kind of beer because it's like oh that's that's nice it's it's great but I need I need the I've been reamed out I need special <laughs> things now <laughs> I need my beers to be ribbed for my pleasure Oh no So the book was published in 1991 and started the Outlander series which I think is still going on. I don't the think show? It's done.
2: No, yeah the show
1: is still happening. The show is still but happening. But a book just came out last year in the series. Good Lord, really? Yeah.
2: She must never get back to the present, huh? Maybe by the end she's like in the future, or it becomes like an
1: aliens book. (laughs) So it starts off (laughs) with Claire Beecham and her husband, Frank Randall, who is a history professor, and they are taking their second honeymoon. And a possible former spy. Mm. But in the the nerdy British 1940s sense, where he just spent time like... (laughs) trying to crack the enigma code like <laughs> gentlemen of leisure spy at bletchley park or wherever they did all the code breaking so they're in scotland for their, their second honeymoon because the war interfered and he's just doing some super nerding out about his genealogy he's like check this out i'm related to this guy and she's like i could not give less of a fuck <laughs> but i love you and then they go to the scottish stonehenge it's in, a small
2: stonehenge, like in um, Spinal Tap.
1: <laughs> it's a hengelet. <laughs> and it's a little bigger a than ceremon- the one in Spinal Tap. <laughs> but not much. <laughs> and there's, they witness a bunch of the old crones and, and all the ladies from the little town do a little ceremony there. And then uh, she falls into a rock.
2: Well, they go back home, and then she falls into a rock at night.
1: They see the thing, and they go, oh, wasn't that quaint?
0: And then they go back home, and then they spend another couple days researching gene- genealogy. And it's a 700-page book, and then nothing has happened <laughs> yeah, yet. And it's then, kind of it's
2: happening in real time.
0: And then they go back to... <laughs> um, I, eventually, Claire wants to go back to the stone again. Like, you know, I'm going to go back there in the morning. I saw an herb I really liked there. Or She's a herb. Yeah, herb. She's a, a plant, plant lady. lady. Totally into plants. Um, and and then when she's there the second time, hot, she touches the main stone and she hears some like, oh, big rushing sounds. And suddenly, it's like, wow, that was buzzing
1: bee sound.
0: She's like, oh, wow, that was weird. It's almost like I'm wandering into the fog. Which could actually describe almost anywhere in Scotland at almost any time. But uh, this is called (laughs) Wandering into the Fog by Abomination Brewing. It is a double India pale ale. Uh, It doesn't say what hops it has. It is 8.6% alcohol. Mm, It's good. Yeah, really good. I think this is the first Abomination Brewing I've had. The name sounds familiar. I did store cold and drink fresh, so I did follow the directions. Well, that's good. On the can. North Haven, Connecticut.
1: Um, so she was like, well, that was a, what a doozy. Where am I? And immediately, it's like. I'm at a guy. Renaissance <laughs>
2: fair. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> a British guy is like, hey, it's Frank. Why you put on those old clothes? Runs over to her, and it's not him. It's that ancestor you heard about, Captain Jack, Black Jack but fucker randall and he's
0: <laughs> for some reason they I mean, didn't write that
1: in genealogy that part was lost in the anals of time <laughs> 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 but he's instantly, he's like who are you i'm gonna rape you and then the first thing <laughs> basically that happens, yeah and uh it's i noticed but it's that not subtle it's not subtle and she really whatever diana gabaldon's name is she really Likes the Scottish and doesn't like the English too much because all of the English characters in the book are rapists and sodomites. (laughs) (laughs) They're closeted gay rapists. Except for Claire. And that's because, and that's why they gave her a very French name. (laughs) It's not really that English. But every, the other two English characters that are in it, they just want to fuck every cute man in the butt. That's (laughs) all they want to do. Though Randall, you don't know that right away. That's a big reveal later. Instead, you think he's just your garden variety rapist?
2: Hmm. Turns no, out, then the secret comes out.
1: But in this part, you're like, wow, that was rapey. Which was the one thing I was told about the show. Like, a person yeah. I worked with was like, oh, Outlander's is a good show, but it's kind of rapey. <laughs> like, like, you, that's a what, strange What do you mean by that? <laughs>
2: it's not an adjective that you hear a lot about TV shows. <laughs>
1: Usually just about. I mean, if you said Oz is kind of rapey, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get that. That's not even kind of rapey. That's just the rape show. (laughs) This isn't far behind it. Except some of the rape is not a man's (laughs) ass. (laughs) A lot of it is, but not all. So then this guy, while he's about to rape her, you know, because he can.
0: But turns out it's mid-battle. It's literally perfect like, time, I, was just,
1: I was just going to take a break to rape you in the
0: middle of this pitched <laughs> battle with the Scottish Highlanders. And she, a tent. <laughs> and she somehow gets rescued
1: or he runs the away. One, uh, a a they, Scottish man comes by and hits Captain Jack oh, yeah, that's right. in the head. He gets knocked out for mm. the first of
2: many comical knockouts. Although, first, first plot
0: hole... Maybe it's the MacGuffin. Like, any if they were actually in the middle of a battle, the Scottish dude would have just shot him in the head and gone. You're welcome,
2: and then the book would be over. Uh, <laughs> Time paradox. Yes, definitely. They take
1: her away, and then there. I forget if Jamie is the one that saves her, or it's a different. Guy, uh, right it's, and away, no, Jamie's it's Jamie's
2: injured. No, the one who saves her is Dougal,
0: isn't it? Dougal. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah but also Claire gets knocked out and then she wakes up and it's like nighttime or then there's, uh, and then somehow gets take, gets captured by the Scotsman by, by who turned, who turns out to be Dougal and brought to this. And Claire is still like, people are dressed at people's costumes at this thing or, very accurate like wow i'm very impressed oh,
1: is this with the their Inverness military tattoo did i walk into the i've stumbled into a method they've acting even, camp <laughs> they've they've even replicated the smell every uh, one of
0: them really stinks and she's brought to this like thatched hut with all these Scotsmen just sitting around and one of them is very badly hurt and they're trying to like help him he's both been shot and his arm is uh uh, out of his, his shoulder has been dislocated. And they're like trying to help him and doing a terrible job at it. And she's like, holy shit, back the fuck up. Let me do this. Cause she was a nurse in the war. And she's like, you go over there. And you, and some, and she's like, Oh, one of you get me some, get me some antibiotics stat. And, but of course they look at her like, w- what are you
1: talking about? I didn't, I what that is lass. just, <laughs> <laughs> All talk in comical Scottish. It's like it's like one step away from Hagrid speaking. <laughs> I think it's worse than Hagrid. I knew what they were saying. It's like reading uh, Train Spotting. Yeah, you're like oh the wee burn dinna ken what you push, and they just say like nonsense, and you're like, huh? <laughs> and then they put random Gaelic words, and it's like it says like mo Doina, ha ha, but you know it's pronounced like Mavin, probably. Yeah, who the fuck knows? No, they don't. They, they don't need to know. They were probably all illiterate. Except for we learn Jamie, who is the most literate. And, and also the smartest, surprisingly literate. But also the, the
2: Mr. Bill of this book. The way he just gets fucked up every chapter with some horrific injuries. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, Claire is
0: <laughs> treating she's like, "Get me some antibiotics." Which of course they don't have because they have no idea what that word even means or disinfectant and she like is able to set the shoulder and she's like, "What's your name?" And he's like, "I'm Jamie." I'm like, "Oh, okay." So she able he's like, oh, "Okay, I, I my shoulder is I mean, it still hurts, but it's a lot better than when it was dislocated." So now I can ride and so they still have to ride. They're like, "Okay, lady, you're coming with us." So they ride all night and all day and then eventually and then at throughout this, you know, first part, Claire is like, You know what? I think I'm in the fucking eighteenth century. Holy shit. I've gone back in time. That, you know, which of course is the concept of the book, so it's not a surprise that, you know, you know that's gonna happen. But she really doesn't question it for more than about ten <laughs> she, pages.
2: She gets she adjusts very quickly. Yeah, it's like well, I like, oh, uh, okay. Damn, not I this shouldn't again. have taken that left, I guess. But uh,
1: I but she's back in, in the, the past. past
2: now, and you know she's this book is is a pretty horny book. Uh, so she's back there. She's no longer in the present. She's like fuck twenty twenty one as well. <laughs> <laughs> she would say that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Every year past nineteen forty six includes twenty twenty one. Just fuck them. And she's also going to fuck about two thousand times in this book. Um, this is Fuck Twenty Twenty One as well, the sequel to Fuck Twenty Twenty from Abomination Brewing, uh, and it's a which triple, was featured
1: on this podcast.
2: We did it on the Mister, also just as much. Comment oh yeah, in that book. <laughs> um, this is nine point seven percent triple dry triple y happy I triple triple upa triple upa. That's very good, and I like it. It does. It is bitter at the end, though. This is a, These are very common now, I guess. Just bitter at the end. Much like... Much like this book. It's still happens in this book? <laughs> Jamie's butthole.
1: <laughs> yeah. But she... Yeah, she, you're right. She does get... She's like, oh, shoot. Must have been that rock I touched. She <laughs> really accepts it fast. <laughs> and then just goes into con- trying to, like, a controlled demolition of <laughs> her life. Like, right, how do I... How do I survive here until I could touch a rock again? I guess it's the past. I'm going to have to use just, like, raw wool as a tampon. I'm going to have to just shit in a bucket. I'll, I'll make do until I get back to my beloved Frank, who had asked her, like, five minutes before she fell into the rock portal, hey, by the way, during the war, did you fuck anybody? I mean, you're just she saying, was you're like, saying, no. I'm just saying if you did it, be okay. So I'd get it. And and then she's like, God, she's so insulted. Only later does she think, wait a second. Did he fucking, who did he fuck? How many <laughs> women did he fuck during that war? And then you never get an answer to that question. At least not in this stupid ass book. She will in 200 years. So then uh, they see her, they realize she's English because accents haven't changed in 200 years, which I find hard to believe. And, I mean You're maybe like, oh, this she they just
2: couldn't understand it even just as much so I don't know
1: but she's an outlander how do they say that word in the book is it assassin natch? It's,
2: it's probably like assassin there's, there's like a it's
1: like a, like
0: the back of the throat like sound in, ger- in phlegm phlegm german sound. and klingon you know or Loch Loch. so um uh, there's a theory but, that british accents of the you know 1600s and 1700s sound a lot more like just, like, American accents in that it's really it's yeah. really the British that have
2: changed, but the Amer- Americans kind of, like, kept it, kept that for a long time. Like, they started talking fancy to make us feel bad, and that's when that changed or something like that? What is it?
0: Supposedly the thing where the British, you know, drop the R at the end, you know, uh, non-rhotic at the end of every word. That was more of a like 19th century thing for fancy British people. They were like for the for the upper class. That's the way they chose to speak, but probably most of the people who came from Britain to America in the 1600s and 1700s spoke closer to the way we're
2: speaking today. Really there this is a theory. It just the evolved they, they evolved to talk from the way Fraser speaks and just became <laughs> more of that.
1: Well, whatever it is She doesn't. (laughs) And they're like, ah, are you an English spy? Well, they they did mention a few
2: times, like, her accent is weird. That's why she thinks she might be French.
1: Right. She also plays it up. Yeah. Her name. Though she does say Beecham. And then the guy's like, oh, Beauchamp. (laughs) 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 Papillon. Because they are cultured, you know, illiterate Scotsmen who run around going commando i had a few questions
2: about all that it was like they're in the 1740s but scotland still seems like the 1240s besides people having a pistol occasionally that's scotland now it's just like they're living in a castle in thatched huts like covered in animal skins and they're always just like it's it they're still burning witches
1: I think this oh, was, yeah. that, I, mean, I mean, that is only 50 years after the Salem witch trials yeah, killed a whole bunch witch of thing, yeah. witches. So it, it, that was the just, last time that happened.
2: Like they still like have like keeps and fortresses that are basically just old castles. It's very odd. In,
0: in southern, southern and middle England, this is only when the Industrial Revolution is just... Barely getting started, and no one really knows even what it is yet. So most of, I mean, if you weren't living in the middle of a dense city like London, which was also incredibly disgusting, most of the countryside <laughs> still
2: looked a lot like that in the 1740s, no doubt. Hmm. That makes San sense. I just, I just, Castle. It, seemed, uh, it, it does make sense if you like think back about it but at the time it seemed like it's like they're just still like barbarians from like the english perspective which he does call them that several times or savages
1: i don't know how much effort she made to be historically accurate in this book is she english or scottish or american? american i believe oh well there
2: you go she doesn't know fuck all
1: <laughs> she's from she's from arizona oh god and uh her well her according to wikipedia her mother is of english descent and her father is of Mexican ancestry. Fucking Mexicans now taking English <laughs> writers' jobs, <laughs> <laughs> not just American jobs, English jobs, <laughs> English and Scottish jobs. <laughs> just, um, just
2: headbutting people at a bar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just pissing public. They just piss in the castle hallways. I like that. That happens a couple times in the book. Well, yeah, they are pretty gross. But yeah. there was no, like at one point they go to, I forget which manor, and I guess this is a modern one. It has an oven. <laughs> that's the thing that makes it fancy. You know, this was, the 1740s sounds modern compared to other times, There so it really was not that much more advanced in many ways. No. So she goes to Castle Loch Leah and... <laughs> Um, meets they think
0: she's a spy and she's trying to prove that she's not a spy and then she's gonna try and leave but they're like no you can't leave now use can't leave but they make <laughs> her a uh they're like you can be our old doctor died he also didn't know anything so you could be <laughs> our, our doctor he, he kept
2: rubbing mouse ears into their wounds <laughs> like
0: powdered horse dung and like stuff like that and she's like okay i'm I guess I can do that because I actually do know something even though there's no medicine, though she's able to do a ton of medicine with all her herbs <laughs>
1: <laughs> which I imagine it.
0: i I know that like some compounds that became medicines were discovered in in actual plants, and that there is a little bit there, but for the most part, doesn't it occur in such tiny amounts in a plant that? Unless you have like a really advanced chemistry set, you're never going to get anything out of it. Yeah. I think the
1: majority of injuries and things she's treating are minor. She's not treating somebody's gallbladder cancer because True. this is still a harsh time. Most people died long before terminal illness had a chance to develop. So what she's treating are mostly sprains, broken limbs, um, missed periods, and shit like that. So she's like, oh, you have a headache. Here's uh, you know, rub the this thing bark on of a tree tree to, go to sleep.
2: That they make Advil from or whatever the fuck.
1: I recommended two doses of whiskey. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> I had to,
2: I had questions about this also. She was, uh, she was a nurse in World War II. So I imagine that, like, like they got they got trained, certainly, for, like, battlefield stuff. Like, very, was like, heavy trauma things. But I don't would they have taught them like herbalism and she no. mentions like the the head of the castle column has got wobbly legs so she goes like oh he's got Guillaume bar syndrome or whatever the fuck it is it's a a rare genetic disease like why would she know that no she wouldn't yeah, know it, stuff like that
1: <laughs> she wouldn't have known that i mean it's kind of the kind of built-in explainer for all this is that she was raised by her eccentric historian professor uncle so she traveled all over did she, I don't remember that part at all. That was, it, yeah, they only was, talk about
2: it in the very beginning.
1: It, yeah, it gets, it's barely there, but she's, you know, interested in the herb shit. Like, that's why she went back to the fucking Stonehenge thing. Mm. So, it's just like, oh, she was interested in it. So now she can and make
2: garlic and witch hazel soup.
1: Mm. Yeah, she meets Column, who's like got deformed mutant baby legs. They're just slowly melting. <laughs> that he's a head shorter than her. <laughs> and, and, she, and he's the
0: head of the clan. He's the Mackenzie. Whereas, uh, but he like can't go out and like, you know, go out to battle and stuff like that. So his brother, Dougal, Dougal, actually does all that stuff. And so there's a little bit of, you know, castle intrigue about who's the real leader. And then because... What's his name? The first guy I've already forgotten his name. Column, uh, column, column can't probably can't father any children, but yet his wife had, has had a kid. This probably like oh, it's it can't be his, but then she mistakenly says that out loud and is embarrassed, like oops, no, of course. And but actually, Dougal ends up being a bigger thing in the book, but at the same time, uh, Claire keeps you know running into Jamie. In the, you know, oh, I have to take the dressings off of your shoulder and everything else off. And, you know, and keeps, you know, they're like, oh, why don't I sit with you
2: at this banquet thingy? And clearly they're into each other. Oh, we also forgot that on the ride, uh, he, after he passed out because he had also been stabbed a bunch and he was bleeding out. And he's like, why isn't he dead? He's so strong. Oh, God. It's like this the second in two chapters of his absurd injuries.
1: Uh, he has an extra gallon of blood than the average person, mostly there just so it could fuel his mammoth cock, <laughs> but it's also helpful when you're injured. All that extra blood. Otherwise, he, if he got an erection, he might just die of, of uh, a brain, dead, uh, brain death would, would ensue instantly. But and He's also uh, a big virgin. <laughs> I mean, you find out later
0: So okay He They're like Claire and Jamie Are definitely Interested in each other And then He She's trying to escape though But he stops her And then there's This whole like Ceremony Where he has to give an oath Because he you where That's where you find out That he's actually A nephew Of The Mackenzie And then He he's has in a the absurd, Frasier clan. absurd
2: Backstory <laughs> Yes He's a Frasier that's why he's so educated. <laughs> <laughs> Talks about uh, his brother Niles all the time. <laughs> and he uh, just he, he, he's
0: it's not like it's almost he's one of those books where the character's resume just gets longer and longer as the book goes by and he like can do more things thing. and
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> like a Van Helsing. Yes, exactly. And he uh way anyway, they're interested in each other and then They take uh, the the Mackenzie sends Dougal out to collect taxes, but they take along you know a bunch of dudes, plus Jamie plus Claire because they're like, oh, you you might be useful for you to go there too for to like you know treat our hangovers I guess as with your healing magic. And so they they go and then they get they like do a bunch of stuff and you find out that Jamie has this whole backstory where. Not only has been whipped a bunch of times, like, like absolutely, you know, 200 lashes in a week. And then also Black Jack Randall came to his house and was going to rape his sister. That's why he attacked him. And then you think he did, but you
1: find out later that he didn't. And and he keeps and like I haven't been able to look at my sister ever since that guy raped her and she had a kid. Bad he
2: harlot. <laughs> he keeps calling them red coats. Also, did other people call
1: them that? People from Scottsdale, Arizona, would certainly <laughs> call them. That so I, the other Scotland. I
0: actually <laughs> looked this up because <laughs> I read a thing where it was about the American Revolution. You know, Paul Revere's midnight ride, and people think he, he, the phrase was "the red coats are coming." The red it was coats the are coming, right? Because that's in the what's were the Longfellow poem, you know, the red coats are yeah, coming, I, I guess. But probably Paul Revere did not say red coats, because that just wasn't a name that they used. He probably said the regulars are coming. The regulars are coming. The British did I wear red coats, but probably that's not a similar. term anybody used at the
2: time. I thought well, he, they were I thought the, in the poem those pussies. I thought in the poem he said the British are coming, but he wouldn't say that because Americans would have considered themselves technically also British. Also true
1: here, dummy. It's
2: just so it's, it's, history is is wacky. It's I just I, I, he, like, it was, I guess it, it, that should have been the first clue. that's written by an American. Was that he, he, the Scottish? Look like, at those dirty red coats. Like that's
1: odd. Well, they take her and they, sh- well, shock shocker. After a long, no, a, they don't do a shocker the t- until t- the end. One of the things <laughs> that's happening on this journey is Dougal is using Jamie to help raise money for bonnie prince charlie or whatever his fucking name was to the the pretender to the scottish throne who's in exile in europe to um raise money for an army so that guy can come back and take over and fuck the english right up the ass and uh he's using jamie's whipping wounds to show people like look what these english guys did so they could raise money for that and jamie's like i am not a whore yet and then uh, claire is like ah i don't like this and she's to get invested in jamie and then they run into what a small world captain randall and it's uh well, they, bring, they bring her, her to
2: meet him like you have to go meet this guy because he's like the boss around here and like they're rebelling Kind of, but it's like a soft rebellion where they're like kind of just have skirmishes and they like, just go off and like do their own thing afterwards. It doesn't really make well, a lot like of sense. Well, it's
1: like random clans will do some, they're like skirmishes, yeah. like somebody steals a cow and there's a British retri- you know, retaliation of some sort and then the clans dudes to lambush a troop here. But it's not an organized thing. That's what's coming. The, the Jacobites and uh, in 1745 would be when they would be, Get their fucking asses whooped and be the end of their chances of ever restoring the Scottish King to the throne.
2: I figured that was something you
1: guys would know which more about which I did. Also,
0: I mean I, I I mean I guess all this happened, but the reason why the Scottish throne became the English throne is because a Scot inherited the British throne.
1: And but then the Scottish King was deposed in the Glorious Revolution in 16. 16- oh, yeah, that's right. And so then I think when Uh, English monarchy was restored they picked someone from the house of orange right they did not William is that who it was William and Mary or they're they're Dutch right yeah Yeah. so the Scots were like wait wait a second I mean they weren't totally unrelated but they were they're all fucking related to all the monarchs are but so I think that's what it was about that the Scots were like wait a second we had our what happened to our dude you know but I feel like uh,
0: that can't have been enough it must have also been, like, the Scots were like, fuck you, British, just because our dude is over there down in down in London doesn't mean you treat us any better. You're still assholes. That had to be part sure of that it. I'm sure was part of it. So, uh, Dougal tells Blackjack Randall that Claire is, an, is, an, is a spy, and Randall is like, really? Whose spy is she? And then he... Just like, who the fuck are you? And she's like, I'm just, uh, just a lady. Just <laughs> hanging around. I'm an around. English
1: widow. My husband was, died, and my servant was killed on the roads by a gypsy or something. <laughs> a highwayman. And they're like, Banditos. oh yeah, we did see some black people around here. That explains it all. No, he's, <laughs> he's like, oh, your story doesn't check out. And is this the scene when he tries to give her a, uh, a uninvited abortion? <laughs> yes. Punt. Right, she like, mouths off to him, and he's like, stand up, please. And he has his other guy hold her arms, and he fucking clocks her in the stomach. And then his, the next line is, I hope you're not pregnant, because you won't be for long. <laughs> he, As if he wasn't already evil enough. <laughs> Every scene with him is cartoonishly vile. Just
2: raping and doing impromptu abortions.
1: Forgive me, I left my wire hanger at home. <laughs> this will have to do. <laughs> Punches her in the stomach as hard as he can, and then and then he wants to rape her. And then, yeah. of course, Jamie saves her, because Jamie is super badass.
0: No, did he save her, her that time? No, that's later on. That's, that's later. La- saves that's, her That's a second time. Later. Oh this yeah. time so it's a really fucking long book, so that happens like six times. Yeah, anyway, so they just they just, they just, just go part away. They just part ways. But that <laughs> so Dougal, night, so like Dougal happened. says, "Well, you've yeah. uh, you they're going to. Ha- I'm, I have to deliver you. You're going to be under arrest by the British. By that guy, he's you've going to ar- have to arrest it. you, and I have to deliver you it's to his hands or whatever. You know, two days Loins. from now or something like that. But there is one way out of it." You 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 won't have to do that if you're Scottish and not English. And she's like, well, that's too bad. Oh, but wait, there is a way. You're just going to have to marry a Scotsman. And I've got just the Scotsman for you.
1: It's Jamie.
2: And she's what? like, oh, thank God it's the hot one. Yeah, basically. <laughs> she's like,
1: oh, no, maybe, I don't know. And, and she's like, what? She but I'm already
0: married. I can't do that. And she's like, well, I guess... He's not technically alive, so I can marry. And so they convince her that, you know, oh, well, you got to marry him or you're just going to have to, or they're going to throw you in
1: prison. That's the chronological equivalent of the poop hole loophole, is what she <laughs> uses there. <laughs> well, it's not cheating if he's not alive. It's he more like the warned. different
2: area codes loophole.
1: It is a different area. (laughs) We're in different time zones. So if I cheat on them in this time zone and I go back, it'll be like it never happened.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Or if it did, it was so long ago. Get over it.
1: So then she tries to talk out of it, talk her way out of it. And she's like, Jamie, don't you care? Not very much. No, but the the one big reveal. She's exasperated after saying, like, I'm not Scottish and you, I don't like you or whatever and then she's don't you care that i'm not a virgin and he's like i didn't care this is how i heard her voice the whole book as long as you don't care that i'm a virgin and then she's like what and then (laughs) yeah cut the commercial commercial. i believe everyone would have fucked this guy including that english guy i bet he even would have fucked this guy (laughs) Mm. Mm. And and then oh, it's foreshadowing that happens later. <laughs> and so then they
2: get married, and Dougal's like in the same you... church that she married Frank two hundred years later.
1: Oh, insult so it... to injury! But then they're like, "You got to consummate the marriage. He's got to bang you." She's like, oh, "I guess." And then she's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and then it's it's awkward, and she she says something. I forget if, if I highlighted it because it was just. Ridiculous. Oh, I skipped this line earlier when she said if I were a horse I'd let him ride me any ride me anywhere. Talking about Jamie and how hot he is. <laughs> I didn't I don't know how to highlight, but she says something to the effect of I could see, you know, having a virgin man is kind of a kind of a chore because he's so horny and he just <laughs> bangs her so relentlessly
0: that She's night. okay with it. You know, then, in uh in Redeeming Love, it was also an experienced woman and a virgin man in which is also a romance novel. Like is that a is that a thing women are
1: into? I mean, maybe it's for the women who read these books who are, you know, of middle age and are eyeing up the pool boy. <laughs> That's <laughs> part of the fantasy. But then he bangs her out, and then she blows him a little, right? And he's like, "Oh tired fucking Jesus Christ, what is this?" Which I had thoughts about, because they haven't bathed, they've been on the road. He's got his just uncircumcised horse-sized cock must have been frothy with smegma. <laughs> and she's like, "Let me blow him." And also she talks about his like auburn pubic mane, because he's a ginger. And she's like, "Let me suck that dick." And then she does, and then afterwards he's like, "Yeah, the other guys told me about shit." They're like, "Oh yeah, it will be so great when you get in her push," and because uh, I, I think that word is pronounced only the way Sean Connery would say it. <laughs> like, are oh, you pushy? <laughs> she and he's like, "But I thought they were making that up about getting blown." And she's like, "Oh no, no, that, that's a real thing." And he's, she's like, "You never understood how sex works." He's like, no, I've only ever seen animals do it. Though I did see people do it once. But that was a rape, so I didn't know if that counted. That's literally what he said.
2: And also, he didn't bang any because he he had spent a lot of time fighting in France in whatever wars are going on, and he didn't bang any of the prostitutes of the other guys because the prostitutes were too ugly.
1: Yeah, that is a dirty lie.
0: <laughs> they probably were pretty ugly. That part's yeah, probably
1: true. <laughs> I'm sure they were disgusting, but that didn't stop any Everyone other so then, then they bang for days. It's like she rode a horse for a thousand miles. She, she's permanently bow-legged. And I like the line when... Because uh, it's, it's, I thought this is a romance book, so there had to be some love scenes. Oh,
2: what was it? The pro, is it the Proclaimers? They're Scottish.
1: <laughs> That's true. And he's like, I'm going to be in that push. He <laughs> says, he spread my thighs with his knee and sheathed himself to the root. In a single thrust that made me gasp. It's a lot of different, like mixed metaphor things there about the root and the sheathing, <laughs> and uh, and the slight rapiness of it. Well, th- this is also
2: the. Um, oh no, this is late. It's a late because the sex scenes in this are very weird because they're either not written at all, are weirdly like scientifically graphic.
1: Are you talking about when she guided him into the slippery? Which one? Are you saying when she guided him into the slippery cleft between her legs?
2: No, I was, I'm talking about when uh, she felt his testicles contract when he comes
1: <laughs> When he just drained them balls. She was just frothing with just porridge coming out of her. Have a beer for that. Oh my god. <laughs> Actually, I didn't plan on this for this particular part of the book, but but I ran out of the other beer. It fits. They have a lot of oatmeal in this book. <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> They're eating oats all the time. And wouldn't you think they'd have preferred an oatmeal marshmallow cream pie?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, that's that's the that's the, the of relationship
2: you're going with there.
1: <laughs> you guys thought it was going to be something worse at the end of the book, didn't you?
2: No, I thought you were going to talk about how all the she gives, he gives her all those cream pies.
1: Oh well, yeah, yeah. But that's what, yeah, but I'm combining a lot of things about the Scots and their love of oats <laughs> and the cream pies that he gave her. They're, they're, they're like horse people. They're like centaurs. Uh, apparently uh, all the ladies in town have been speculating about how horse like his dick would be. Cause when she gets back, they're like, is it true about the thumbs? <laughs> like, what, what, that you could put one in your, in your, you could do a shocker kind of move with the thumb or do you? You could put one in the butthole and then they could... they said, no, no, no. I didn't attend that. But... <laughs> 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 is not true that the big thumbs tell you how big his cock is going to be? And uh, Siskel and Ebert would have been like, oh, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what it tells you. Mm. Cock size and thumb size. 100% correlation. A correlation <laughs> of one... Uh, So they're all talking about his dick. But anyway, this beer is an imperial stout brewed with oatmeal, oatmeal cream pies. Oh, oh gross. Marshmallow, (laughs) cinnamon, and brown sugar from Evil Twin. That is 12% alcohol. They had to know, right? This tastes like dessert. It is. It's dangerous. This is like liquid pie. 12%. Oof. Okay. Much like it was leaking out of her. It's liquid pie. It's uh, (laughs) a... I mean, they traveled then afterwards, and he just kept. Every time they stopped, they'd fuck in the bushes. They'd fuck at the inn.
2: They, she must have been. They get into a, a, a. They have a snail trail thing. behind her. They, the snail trail. <laughs> <laughs> they they have that part where they get raided she by people the at the end. they like bandits come and take all their stuff, and they kill one or two of them, and then he bangs her in front
1: of everybody, and like the dead bodies. Or was that when he was banging her and the two British deserters came over? No, that's a different, that was like time. another time. That's a different time. Okay. Yeah. that's that was when still they only like Come like four on pages the later. dead guy. There's like a big chunk of the book where they just fuck all the time. And then it kind of goes away for the rest yeah, of the like book. Yeah,
2: like 2021 times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she, there's like, yeah. So anyway, then like the next quarter of the book is based, which is hundreds of pages is, you know, their relationship, and now they're man and wife, and he's like, oh, and I, you know, I married you because I really, because I really wanted you. Like, oh, okay. And then he teaches her how to use a weapon so she can defend herself, which is very convenient because two pages later, while they're fucking in the bushes, (laughs) they get attacked (laughs) by two deserters, and they have to, like, they, like, put a gun to Jamie's head, so she has to, like, Get the knife out of her skirt and stab one of them. You know, and so you know they were interrupted, and (laughs) they ended up finishing after they killed the two guys. But then they're like (laughs) mad at each other. Yeah, next (laughs) to them, and but then after that, they're mad at each other because Jamie thinks she's mad at him because he couldn't defend her because she had to do it, but actually that. Wasn't it? I don't even remember. There's so many. It, this is the point. This is the part of the book where the conflict was entirely like, we're bickering. No, we're fucking. And then we're bickering. And then when we get over it, then we fuck a whole bunch more. And, it's then, like teenage and then, romance. We're, <laughs> then we're bickering a bunch. And so we're not fucking. And then, but she also is trying to run
2: away because but, she's trying to get back to the Stonehenge. But you've also skipped the most important scene in the book and the weirdest right before that. When she sees the Loch Ness monster. So, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she sees in, in Nessie. like a throwaway paragraph The water like, horse. The, yeah,
1: <laughs> ne- with the
0: with the next sitting next to the lawyer. And the lawyer is like, oh, oh, ah.
2: And she's like but another guy whatever I've seen too, bigger.
1: <laughs> the, the the lawyer guy was like the most boring guy ever. And he just wanted we to had tell a story a the yet. law <laughs> go on adventure. And then you, uh,
0: and then it's sort of like all of these scenes are interspersed with Jamie telling more of his backstory about how he's actually a Rhodes scholar, but also was working on the farm with no his, for his father. But then he how invented he roads, got arrested. <laughs> you know what he? You know after Captain Randall came
1: to his farm he, to rape his sister, and he, he mentions beat speaking him. at least five different languages. Yeah. And having yeah. read the classics, oh, six, because he speaks Gaelic and English and he's like, oh yeah, I learned French. Then another time he says, oh yes, I studied German. And Spanish yes, you know, when bash. I read Latin and then she mentions, she says a line from the Odyssey or the Iliad, I forget which. And he says the next line in Greek. <laughs> he's a professor, but he spends most of his time putting shoes on horses. And getting the fuck beat out of him, he gets
0: hurts fucking so much. the meat out of her, so um at one point she tries to escape. she tries to literally run away well, and then um ends up getting captured by all right Randall, line. and then that's where Jamie has to like basically break in with all with a pistol with one shot in oh. order to like get her rescue her, which he does somehow. Well, a pistol the pistol with, had no bullets in yeah, it. Well, because no he had Plus. to fire. He fired his first shot at the guard outside the fort. And so when he got in, he had no... He was like, put your hands up. But the, it was actually empty. Although, I'm pretty sure the you could actually tell from... If you were somebody pointed an unloaded gun at you, you could tell because it had to be loaded with... First the gunpowder and then the ball and then wadding to keep the musket, the ball from just running out the front, you know, just rolling out. So you could, if somebody pointed out to it, you could tell if it was empty. He was blinded by how handsome Jamie
1: was. And how much he still also wanted to rape uh, Claire.
0: Yes. So he that's... wants to rape Claire, but can't because Jamie rescues her. But then you also find out that afterward that when jamie had been arrested by him the first time he told jamie oh i won't beat the shit out of you if you let me rape you and this that's the part where i was like i because i was of course doing audiobook i was like holy shit i have to turn this off like that is the (laughs) dumbest fucking thing i've ever heard like it does not are you harvey weinstein (laughs) just the fact that would be good for your
1: career Jamie
0: the, the author made made the, the you know the villain gay who was like in the worst stereotype ever and it was 1991 i mean it wasn't that enlightened but it also wasn't that long ago i just could i was like it does not need. He was already comically evil before that. And you did not need to put that in the book at all. And I was at first like, oh, it'll just be this one little thing and then it won't be any important in the plot at all. And she, and she you know, I'm sure they just didn't do it in the show. It's like, wait, no, it comes back at the end for like the well, last part. It comes quarter, in back oh, all
1: right. <laughs> in depth. <laughs> oh my God. It was. What about. Lord Sandringham, which is probably pronounced like Sutton, because they fucking don't say the words the right way. Sandringham. who, who also was the English lord who's like a secret Jacobite or something? I forget what his where his alliance yeah, was. Yeah, well, he goes to visit the castle. But everyone has a story about when that guy tried to butt fuck him, Every kid As children, has a story. as young boys, and he's like, oh, he almost got me once, and they're all laughing. <laughs> but, like, then, oh, but then that they age out, and he,
2: and he doesn't go after them anymore.
1: Like, oh, he caught me. I was in the stables, and he got me pinned between the wood of the wall, the horse, and his wood. And he pulls up my kilt, and he was going to bugger me. And I just got out of there in time, and then I had to go to his room. And I just, it's, I forgot what he drank. It was like, I just drank... The equivalent of two thousand figs, and I just had mm. diarrhea everywhere. Oh, no. Yeah, no, he
2: he ga- he drank it himself so that yeah yeah so that he would get the poops, so the guy wouldn't rape him.
1: Yeah, the guy's like, "Oh, how are you doing?" He's like, "I'm fine." He's like, "Let's let's see that sweet sweet butthole." And he's like, "I don't know, it's not it's not so sweet right now. It's a little musty. I think something's happening." And then he just exorcist vomited out of his asshole, just just shit everywhere in the castle, presumably. And the guy's like, "Oh dear." And he's like, "I guess this is going to be a very shitty time for me. Although maybe maybe another rain check." <laughs> And even that gets brought back later when that guy visits in, you know, real time in the story. And he's like, do you still get the shits all the time? <laughs> he's like, no, I don't. And he's like, well, oh, good for you. And he says, I don't all the time, but I might right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then again, for no reason, like, that guy could have just been, he could have been greasy and gross in many, many ways. But he's specifically or not the in it at all. other English character. Well, I maybe mean, it's because you're not supposed to trust him. But like, We don't know what his, what his deal is. He
2: could have been like a person that they just mentioned protecting Randall. But like, when he has the the whole scene of him being at the castle, is just like, yeah, he used to fuck boys. It's like, oh, okay. Well,
1: at this point, I should be very clear to you, because he's an English man in power. That's what he does. The only <laughs> the only English guys in power in the book, they just spend their time fucking men who is don't want that what English man it.
2: in New York is about?
1: They're butt rapists. <laughs> That's, that's just what the English are. That, they didn't call them red coats. Brown pants. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you find so Jamie, out about that. Jamie
2: rescues her and then... None of this, uh, this is
1: all in the book. And then they, <laughs> they get back home it is.
2: and Jamie beats the shit out of her butthole with a belt for running away. Despite the rest of the book being the most progressive man in 1740 that
1: has ever existed, <laughs> this is what I have to do. You have to learn to respect me. Because she's a like, man. God damn it, I won't do that. And he's like, I'm gonna. Just uh, we could do it the hardware, the easy way. And she fights, and he's like, All right, do this. And he just paddles the fuck out of her. And then everybody makes fun of her for like a week. <laughs> just like not sitting down too comfortable ass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like Sandringham is here
1: look like you're dragging ass today <laughs> constantly making comments to her about her, her just injury riddled ass and then she gets over that real fast well he and agrees then, to not hit her again pinky swear take textbook wife beater thing to say <laughs> but then he tells throughout the rest of the book many many stories about all the times he got beaten up as a child by his dad
2: but and he it's says, with it's like, because I needed to have it done. Like, it's that's just what people did back then. You just beat kids. I, mean,
1: I don't doubt that for a second. Oh, that's no, what actually happened. <laughs> but it's just funny that he always tells the stories, about his father whipping him until he drew blood. <laughs> and with that kind of smiling and shaking your head, like, oh, my crazy dad kind of story. <laughs> and there was the time he was beating me, and I refused to cry. And my dad said, won't you just cry so I could stop beating you? <laughs> And he's like, "Why didn't you tell me that you old fool?" And then he punched me in the face. <laughs> That's for calling me a fool. And then he didn't beat me anymore. Cool
0: story, dude. So Claire and Jamie are back at the castle and they eventually don't hate each other anymore. And then but Jamie has to go away, and then Claire gets accused of witchcraft and she gets and gets put on a wit- put on trial well, for being a witch along with I think was it was it's, it's J.
2: It's Jay Galey band. Jay,
0: Jay
2: Galey. Well, she well in this
1: in this Claire was clearly a centerfold because everyone wanted every guy wanted to fuck her. Well, she's the only one in the the person in their life that she that is clean. Even the guy who wanted to rape men wanted to fuck her. He could he could rape anyone.
2: You know, it's not a gendered thing.
1: Uh, But Like, the guy
2: whose dick didn't work was like,
1: I'd slip it to you. Like, everybody wanted (laughs) to Use my thumbs.
2: Uh, But but Claire is hanging out with Gilly, or whatever the fuck her name is, uh, who is uh, accused of being a witch, and who kind of is doing some witch stuff. And I have... She's doing mostly abortions? She's doing abortions. She's also doing, like... uh, She she hypnotizes Claire to do some Vision Quest shit, which might have just been peyote. I don't know. Uh, But... In this book where she fell, she, she, she fell through Scotland? time, she fell through time, and the Loch Ness Monster is real, she could really be a witch. <laughs> like, there's a chance she's a witch. So, I don't know. But they're all scared of her because, you know, she's a witch, you know, she's a, she could be a the sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sorcerer? <laughs> this is the sorcerer.
1: I wanna be keeping the faith.
2: Keeping the faith.
1: Uh, This is
2: from that Greek brewery that I had last time that we recorded, which is a different time from when we put things out. Seven Island Brewery. uh, And it is a salted caramel pecan pie inspired American stout. (laughs) So once again, Greeks doing stuff like, oh, we know nuts.
1: (laughs) Did you pick that because Randall wanted to drag his nuts across Jamie's face? No, because she's a sorcerer. They do talk about the dragoons. Oh yeah, I'll also, be dragooning these nuts across your face. Uh, yeah it it's a
2: I don't I mean, honestly I don't know what pecan pie tastes like besides like just sugar. It's and yeah, n- light mostly. nuts action.
1: What whenever I have pecan good. pie, I'm like this is great if they just got rid of these stupid nuts in my way. <laughs> yeah. Like this is this is delicious jello pie. Like basically, every time a guy in
2: a kilt sits down, um, this is nine percent alcohol. Uh, it's, it's fine. It's, it's not like overwhelmingly dessert sweet, which, you know, pecan pie is cause it's irredeemable otherwise. Um, it's fine. It is another thing of like Greeks making stuff that doesn't exist there. It says malt beverage on the back. What does that mean? Does it mean it's not That's here? a legal distinction
1: matter? probably because of, uh, what... The sugar content, uh, the source of the sugar is. That if it's a malt beverage, it means it's not fifty one percent malted barley or something like that. Probably. Oh, this is mostly nuts. This is nut juice. Well, they just dumped like cane sugar into it or something. Or pecan. Or just entire entire. Uh, it says I don't taste the salted <laughs> caramel at all, so it must just
2: be sugar. Uh, it's fine. It's not incredible, but I like it.
0: You know
1: what else is magic? Oh yeah, Patron, patrons. Patrons. Huh? If you want to support the podcast, you can head over to patreon.com slash drunk book club, where you could uh, give us real life human money, not just uh, stupid Scottish pounds. And you can get got early a lot of Scottish pounds in this. He does a lot of Scottish <laughs> pounding to that puss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, push. <laughs> so uh, you can get early access to episodes, vote in our monthly book poll, get shouted out, get exclusive content, get stuff sent to you, participate in our monthly um our quarterly live episodes, which one just happened. And uh and if you're a patron and you recommend a book, we usually do it. For example, this book po- came in second in a poll, and we thought, just be patient. Five short months, patrons, and then we'll do it. <laughs> Here yeah. we are. But everything works out, kinda. Given enough time. So if yeah, you wanna to, want to support the podcast, head over patreon.com slash drunk guys book club. And uh that would be super duper. Just like Claire is
2: super-duper fucked because she's on trial for being a witch, which at this point meant throw her in a river to see if she doesn't drown. So really, she wasn't meant to be charged with witchcraft.
0: She was just literally with the other woman who was definitely a witch, or who so they thought. And she just happened to be in the same room, so they're like, oh, oops, you know, they, I guess they, they're they, both they, witches. Although they the caught her in the witch hole. The priest does accuse uh, Claire of being a witch because one time when he got scratched by was attacked by dogs. And she was like, you really need to like, you know, clean that. So it's disinfected. And he's, so it doesn't get disinfected. And he's like, no. And then it gets infected. So (laughs) she's like, she (laughs) She must be into a newt. (laughs) Exactly. So anyway, she thinks she's, she's not really very concerned about it. And then suddenly she's like, Oh, uh Oh, but yet then the oh, jamie is away at this time by the way he's not even there he's he's hunting with sending him or something like that and uh the lawyer comes and like manages to defeat everyone with his immense boredom
2: he's <laughs> <It was> like <laughs> no, oh god just let her right go get right him
0: before. the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah With and then the other lady says you, you know what well she doesn't say i'm gonna save you but she." decides to save Claire and goes yes I am a witch I'm the witch not her I'm a witch and and because they were about to do the thing where they like dump you in a lake and if you if you swim if you if you float you're a witch but if you sink you weren't a witch you know very <laughs> catch 22 foolproof one of those but then the other the other woman. She like uh, they like take off her shirt and they're No, she rips off her own shirt. Rips off her own shirt and Claire sees that this other woman who's gonna be burned at the stake for being witch has a smallpox vaccine scar. And Claire is like Wait, what? That they didn't start doing those until after nineteen twenty. So this other woman must also have come through time. Oh my god. And that is no longer in the book ever
2: again. And then she's just gone. Well, they so, uh, they mentioned she, uh, the, Claire notices the scar, but everyone else notices, like, oh, this bitch is wicked pregnant. So, like, okay, we're not going to execute her yet. We're going to let her have the baby and then execute her.
1: Well, that's what she does. That's how she reveals the, the wound. She rips open her yeah. clothes and she's like, check out this bump. <laughs> and they're like, oh, <laughs> it's fuck. A baby it's bump. A baby. And then and Jamie she gets a, comes, she gets a of course, message. She saves to Claire her. again, mm-hmm. this time by throwing a rosary bead at her. And it's, um, a black rosary bead? Oh, and it's like, made of jet. A, it's made of jet. A witch. And then she couldn't touch this and she'll be burned, right? And then they <laughs> touch it to her and everyone's like, ooh, she's not a witch. And you had to wonder, why didn't they just also then use that on the other woman right then and there? <laughs> like if that test worked. works. Well, well, she, she had already confessed, so therefore she must be a witch. But why didn't they just why would isn't that less production than Tying your hands to your feet and throwing you half naked into a river. Oh, it's way less fun. Well, that, that's really There's what Those have were not
0: laws. designed to actually tell if you were a witch. That was not no. really the point.
1: <laughs> tell me justice did not prevail. <laughs> so Jamie like
0: rescues her and then they like ride off into the woods. Like we got to get you the fuck out of, out of here. And Jamie's like, okay, just tell me, are you a witch? And then she's like, You know what? Let me tell you what why I'm really here. And and then she tells him, Oh, I'm really from the future. That's why everyone that's why I must seem like a witch and why, you know, I don't get like every disease from everybody. And why I know all this medicine is because I'm actually from the future. And Jamie's like, Okay, I believe you. And doesn't question it at all, like, okay, I guess it must be the power of their love. And then Jamie takes her
1: to the. So will you do that thing with your mouth again? Uh, <laughs> I don't believe you. Who wrote that song? She's like, I'm from the future, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, Huey Lewis. Yeah, that That's what right. it was. Huey Lewis, Power of Love.
2: <laughs> okay. Also, she's trying to get back to the future.
1: Yeah, she, <laughs> she's <laughs> got to get back in time.
0: <laughs> uh, and so Jamie's like, and Jamie's like, you know what? Okay, I guess you're from the future. I guess I'll that's why you're trying to escape. I'll take you back to the, back to the mini Stonehenge. Stonehenge. And he feels
1: really bad. He goes, oh God, you got, he like, he accepts her story. He's like, you got separated from your husband who you loved, sent to a strange place and you had to deal with it. And you had to fuck me a bunch of times. And then when you tried to go home, I beat you. That was a dick move, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, kinda. Yep. He's like, But you make my dick move.
0: And then, <laughs> <laughs> so she, he takes her there <laughs> And she's like oh, uh, oh he's been taking her there <laughs> <laughs> Takes her to stone The, the midi stonehenge That Takes her to the hinge And then she is like Okay I guess this is it I, I'm sorry Jamie goodbye And then she like goes up the, to the stone And she like starts to hear the sound again And then she changes her mind And stays with Jamie Who could have seen that coming? If she hadn't, it would have saved 300 fucking pages. And you know what? She could have had Claire go back to 1946 and go, you won't believe what happened. End of book one. Beginning of book two. You know what? Frank sucks. I'm going to go back to 1743 because I just miss him. And then the rest of the stuff in the book could have been book two and not <laughs> make the whole thing like 9,000 pages. But no, book there's two still like nine distinct adventures
1: left yeah. in this book. There's like different episodes of they the book They have not left yet
2: to begun to book.
1: <laughs> also, we I have do to like figure out. what when she's out, about to get killed what? with the uh, witch lady. The witch. And she's like, why did you kill? Because the witch lady killed her husband, and she was smuggling money to support the Jacobites. And like, It's a very niche time-traveling
2: reason. is sending all these women back from the future to install a different king in England 200 years ago.
1: <laughs> but then the woman goes, oh, I uh, did it because I'm a patriot uh, for Scotland or whatever, and they're about to get executed for it. And she goes... I regret that I have but one life to give for my country. And she's like, that's well put. <laughs> so she does a little bit of the time travel jokey thing where you steal somebody else's thing. She does the Barry Gordy, the uh, uh, Marvin Barry thing.
2: <laughs> Except the thing is, Gelly would have known that because she's from 1967. True. <laughs>
1: but she doesn't she wasn't calling around Well,
2: you find out later like 400
0: pages later in the book she's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, we killed her." And she sent me a she she gave me a message I was supposed to tell you. And the, she she gave me a set of numbers. The numbers were 1967. Does that mean anything to you? It's like and Claire's like, "Uh, no, I don't get that at all."
2: <laughs> like, "Huh?"
1: And she also says, "I don't know if you can" I think you can, but I don't know for the question that she had asked her: is there a way to go back or something like that? You know, I, I think, think you can, that during the scene, I'm where she's sure. sure? Right, that's what it is. Which
0: obviously is going to end up being you know an important part in the book, important
1: part, I'm sure, in a later book, something like that. But I that. bet she's not dead. I bet she's not fucking dead, that lady. Well, the thing is, she was pregnant a- with Dougal's kid, and Dougal is the one that says, "Oh, she is dead." He could, and he was at the time Mm. trying to convince Claire to let Jamie die, so she could marry him. Then, so I wouldn't be surprised if she appears in future books.
2: Not to mention,
1: she she is actually also a witch. She's like a Wiccan. (laughs) Yeah, she's just
2: she's like a very new age. She 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 ran out of batteries for her Enya cities. She's going to do spells now.
1: She's like, I really love your aura. Have you had your chakras cleansed?
2: I've been burning sage in this castle, but it still smells like shit.
1: <laughs> Just They don't have enough amethyst for me to put on my, my temple so I could <laughs> cleanse my mind. We're really only... We're
0: maybe 55% of the way through the book. There's still so much more.
2: I yeah. took way less notes on this part because I kept realizing like none of this matters. So then Jamie <laughs> takes her to... His
0: ancestral home Or whatever His farm Lallylock Where he Lallybruch Sister is there And she's like At first Jamie's like I can't believe You've been shamed By that British bastard He's like I haven't been shamed And then tells a story About how Oh yeah No he could get it up So he didn't actually Rape (laughs) me And then I actually Got married To this one-legged guy And then (laughs) Uh, and he's like, oh,
1: okay. And, and then, then they, like, you complete uh, Scottish name bingo when you meet Ian. <laughs> because you had Hamish and column and Dougal. And like, Finally, Ian. There it is. Yahtzee. And, and then, then <laughs> uh, while
0: they're there for a while, somebody informs on them and
1: tells the British that Jamie's is there because, you know, he's got a price on his head. And uh, Oh, wait. Did we talk, though, about the reunion between him and his sister and how she grabs his balls? <laughs> she does, yes. She's Van like, you're back a whore. Then. She's like, you're not listening to me. He's like, no whore, I don't listen to whores. And she's like, I gotta take matters into my own hands. And she grabs him by the balls. And she's like, I'll twist them if you don't shut the fuck up. And he's like, I am vaguely uncomfortable with this situation. Well, later, right on that slide. later in this chapter or chunk,
2: he recounts, uh, when he was a child, staying with Dougal and uh, uh, Dougal's wife lady, um, and he was always making out with his cousin, and he woke, in, he woke up. He woke up, but like his first cousin, and then he woke up in the morning, and Dougal was had his oh, hand yeah. on his dick and had a really unpleasant conversation with him while holding
1: his child dick, his morning wood, like a joystick.
2: <laughs> it was then.
1: Still is. Still is. Yeah. Especially for Claire.
2: But at this point, uh, Jenny reveals that... Uh, it, it's alluded to several times that Jamie is on the run for something. We don't know. Is it, apparently he killed somebody, but he didn't kill that guy. He's killed a lot of other people, but he didn't kill the guy he's on the run for. It turns out instead that Black Jack Randall, r- rapist, homophobe, but still homosexual guy, <laughs> uh, did the murder because reasons because he's a bad guy because he's a bad guy really and um
1: because that guy wouldn't let him fuck his ass
2: <laughs> yeah basically Obvious. he took he took his aggression out somewhere else He murdered a dude and he's like yeah i saw him do it It's like what are we gonna do about that I was like well we can't really do anything and they're like yeah you're right let's move on so back on the farm
0: jamie gets captured by the british and then oh my god so many dumb things happen and so Claire, like, goes out to try and
2: rescue
1: him. Well, she delivered, right after she delivered the sister's baby. And the sister and has to milk herself like, while
2: chasing it, them down.
1: She has to drain them titties. She has to pull over. Hold on. And she just squirts milk out of her boobs till they could fit back in her shirt. But no, she,
2: she milks herself into a cup and then throws the stuff in the cup onto the ground. Why use the cup at all?
1: It's like a, li- a libation. Just spray she's it into the one field, out. you know? I don't know. They're in the woods. But she just turns them into... Um, it's it's like... I guess her boobs were kind of like a can of Ready Whip. Like, you could just tilt the nipple the right way and she's it just doing, shoots
2: She's out. doing boob whippets.
1: Boob whippets. <laughs> <laughs> and Boobits? she drains her tits off. High on milk. And you and you, uh, this was the first Boobits point of reading the book. Maybe not the first, but I remember going... Do we really need this scene? (laughs) Is this necessary? You know, honestly, this is the second most important scene after the Loch Ness Monster. (laughs) (laughs) And then they go tracking down Jamie and the sisters like, I can only help you so far because I need to get home and have a baby drink milk out of these tits or I will explode. (laughs) (laughs) She's She's milking milking herself on the run. (laughs) I'm just... I have the strength of ten wet nurses. I need to. I need to drain them off. And you know I what? need To have like a. I never watched the show. Maple syrup tap put into the side of each tit. I did. So I,
2: <laughs> I didn't watch the show, but this scene was in the show.
1: A hundred percent. So then, like we can't fit all the book character in the characters. We've got to the important existed. stuff in there. What's his name? Um Who's dead? The guy who's really scrawny and badass. Murta- oh, Danny Glover. Murtaugh. Oh, Murtaugh. Is he the, the guy with no tongue?
2: <laughs> does Murtaugh have no tongue? Who is the silent guy? Oh, that was Hugh. Yeah, that's, wasn't it Hugh?
1: Murtaugh talks. There is a guy who has yeah, no tongue. There's oh, a whole there's a, bunch of the non-talking guys and guy. Oh, yeah,
2: Murtaugh or. is like the, uh, the guy behind the scenes that actually gets shit done to advance the plot.
1: He's total badass. And he then takes over... And then they go on a long and elaborate time of tracking down shit to, the, like, meeting gypsies for some reason. And hanging out with the gypsies and having stew. And he's like, I won't eat that stew. I don't know what kind of meat that was. And eventually they find out that Jamie. Well, they I run into
2: to- Dougal, who's living Dougal, in a cave like normal Scottish people do.
1: But uh, but the messenger's like, only you, not Dougal. No, not sorry. Only you, not Murtaugh. He's getting too old for this shit, <laughs> so only, only Claire can go, and she expects to find Jamie in the cave, but it's Dougal and bags of treasure or some shit, and he then reveals a whole lot of plot stuff that you kind of already knew, like that Colum's kid is his, and that he fucked the witch woman, but he also says the witch woman is dead. This is when he says the whole 1967 and thing. And missed
2: out on a whole opportunity to uh, who's on first bit here. I fucked the witch woman. Which woman? Which woman? The woman? <laughs> which woman? No.
1: The woman I fucked? Yeah, which one?
2: <laughs> yeah, the one witch. <laughs> the one which who?
1: <laughs> and then he's, like, uh, oh, and by the way, Jamie's in Wentworth Prison, and they're going to hang him. like, we have to do something. He's like, no, can't do anything. How about you just, you just accept that he's dead, and you marry me, because you really also have a penis. And, and my uh, witch is dead. And my brother is the brains of the operation, but I'm the cock. And that's actually what she says. You have balls. I like balls. You like. Heck. You got spunk, kid. I like spunk all over my face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're kidding there.
0: Uh, So (laughs) then she's like, no, let me try and rescue him. So then she hatches a rescue plan to rescue Jamie but it doesn't go well and then she gets captured and then and in the rescue attempt i think i'm actually kind of hazy on this but then no the,
2: in the rescue attempt she, she gets the convinces she get she and Murtagh do this plan where she's going to like go to the the prison warden who just you know some lordly douchebag and he's like, I'm a proper British lady. I want to see my uncle who's in jail. And he's like, Oh sorry you can't do that. You can send him a letter though. So she does all that shit and then she uses her woman powers to like get inside and he's like, I'm gonna take the keys. But then Murtaugh somehow like teleported into there and knocked him out to take the keys. And then she goes looking for him but he's already been moved. And then they find out he's in the basement and she comes into the basement And Jamie's in there. He's all fucked up. His hand is shattered from all the hand jobs he's had to give.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He jerked off the entire prison. (laughs)
2: His hand is like a bag of bone shards and meat.
1: It it looks like... um, It's like the bag you would shake up Scrabble tiles in. Yeah. That's what his hand has been turned into. And so... uh, With more jizz on it.
0: Somehow it works... What happens is... Jamie has to
1: promise that he will let. But wait, before oh, that you, even happens, oh yeah, there's a lot. Randall a returns lot in this scene. There's oh, a lot, and it's amazing. Randall returns <laughs> with with from the, the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Another a very unfortunate stereotype in this. Book. I
1: was thinking of the natural from Fool, but oh a yeah, kind of big, giant, mentally retarded person. Who has a Her giant words. cock? He says it even less politely than that. It's like, <laughs> and he's like, "Yep." And if you don't listen to what I say, he's going to use that big mutant retard dick on you, and the whores won't fuck him because it's too big. And he's, and he's just, just like, like "Baby Ruth, like, oh god, damn it!" <laughs> and then, then they get into this whole fight thing, and they trick the the big guy and he's like hey you guys and then they <laughs> jamie <laughs> one-handedly smashes beats a, guy did you smash him the, on the head with a pot or something with the leg of a stool oh yeah while the big mutant guy hits him in the <laughs> ribs with a hammer yeah <laughs> and then he then but then when he clocks him out he looks over and randall has a knife to claire's throat and he's like oh I'm going to kill her.
2: And also, that guy's going to wake up even dumber
1: <laughs> and hornier. <laughs> Every time you hit him, his dick gets bigger. He's like the Highlander. <laughs> the Highlander of boners. <laughs> hey, that's a different movie, I think. I don't, I don't know if I saw that version. His dick, his, each one of his balls is like a haggis. <laughs>
2: Just, oh, no.
1: Just a sack full of organs. <laughs> Nate, Nate liked that one. <laughs>
2: He loves a big set of balls.
1: (laughs) You remember that line, Nate, in the book when he talks about how big his testes are.
0: Yeah, I highlighted that chunk (laughs) in my audio book.
1: And then this is when Nate. This is what you're about to say. The most important part of the book happens now. The Lock and monster comes back. (laughs) (laughs) Almost. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, so in order to get <laughs> Randall to let Claire go, Jamie says, like, oh, if you let her go, you can do anything to me. Just anything you want in the, <laughs> like... You go to, you know, to Lilith Fair? <laughs> in the, in like, the- 24 hours before I'm dead, because I'm going to be hung anyway. Um, He's already hung. <laughs> and then and then Randall says, "Okay, yes." And then, "Let's yes, Claire please. go." And just like dumps her out the like back door of the prison.
2: <laughs> and where then she has to fight a wolf. <laughs> she
0: fights a wolf. <laughs> she breaks a wolf's and neck. Wins.
2: <laughs>
0: and then <laughs> Megan just to find a hut. Or find some house or whatever (laughs) with some like Scottish dude that happened to be Jamie's the man who was gonna marry Jamie's mother but didn't because she picked the other guy and manages to get
2: the local local lord to somehow rescue
0: Jamie using cows. And I have,
2: you know, and I do not understand how that yeah, it, happened. It all happens that off worked. page. It but does. What, what they imply is that they snuck all the cows into the basement through the wolf door. And then they're like, hey, you got all my cows. And the warden's like, I don't have any of your cows. Like, well, let's go look in the basement. I was like, who would keep cows there? And they're like, oh, here's all your cows. Don't tell anyone and I won't. <laughs> and then they managed to get Jamie out. With worked.
0: the cows, the cows get you, and they kill Randall.
1: Allegedly he's trampled. Allegedly, yeah, you know he's not dead. There's nine more books. It, he's <sighs>
0: okay, so and then, but <laughs> he, they kill Randall he wants supposedly, to get more of that ass. and
1: then <laughs> off page,
0: off screen, and then Jamie has is like, a, just a wreck. Not only because he's been. <laughs> Fucked a whole bunch of times But And But also he's just like Been beaten They, they He's just been beaten So relentlessly And then You know All is All is broken Everything And then They managed to get him Into a cart So that they can like Wheel him To the sea And then take a boat To France and Then they're in France At an abbey Which is With One of Jamie's uncles Who lives there who? Another one of Jamie's uncles. Well, uh, this and then there's uh, what I imagine is hundreds of pages, but it's actually like <laughs> <laughs> there's there's still it's like a, four hundred, hours left in the audio book. Where no, it's probably more than that. Where they're back in France and he's
2: getting he's like they're on oh. like an they're on like a deserted island where these monks live in an abbey and and he's he's a jamie is very very hurt and he also is like sick and then he he does recount (laughs) uh randall uh spooning him and telling him he loves him and drinking his chest blood and making him drink his own chest blood so and in the
1: process jamie got a boner and he's like i'm so conflicted (laughs) yeah because it was really not pleasant but i got a boner uh, I'm really upset about this. And then... So I won't fuck you. No I can't even you tell now. if
2: you're joking right now. That's how outlandish, outlandish this plot has gotten. And, and then, then Jamie happens. says,
0: I just, Claire, just leave me. Just go back to Scotland. Because he's like, I, I'm i so ashamed. I just want to die. And she's like, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, and, you know, she's like... Uh, but actually, she thinks about it for a second. She's like, oh, maybe he's just really sad. <laughs> <laughs> but then she's like... Oh, so I he mean, used a condom? After, this guy's a know, real downer now. Being <laughs> raped multiple times. And he then he's like really ashamed. And she's like, oh, okay, I guess I shouldn't abandon him
1: now. And then... Just because he took it in the behind doesn't mean you have to leave him behind. <laughs> exactly. It's, and
0: then he gets really sick. As the old sick. saying
1: goes. <laughs>
0: then he gets really sick and like just wants to die. So then Claire... Hatches a plan to get him like, you know,
2: get him angry
0: by impersonating his rapist <laughs> so that he becomes <laughs> angry. This happens in the fucking it's called book.
1: Weird experimental psychotherapy. By, she by
0: impersonating his so. rapist and that somehow <laughs> fixes him, and then he's like, Oh, I Very guess I don't want to die because I'm just so fucking mad now. Cause I'm a mad Scotsman. <laughs>
2: And then sweet didn't they also do Start like a scene where like they do a bunch? She gives him a bunch of like inhalable drugs, and they're like both tripping balls in this weird sweat lodge. Because uh, they like? they're do- I
1: mean, this, it goes back and forth between her trying to rehabilitate him with some Marvin Gaye style sexual healing, and her having lengthy conversations with the abbot about God and shit and the meaning of life, mm. and how like oh yeah, know faith is the thing, and she's like oh yeah Jesus, but ultimately. I mean, what was that like when she wanted to heal him? Did she? She just pretend she like put a, put a hand over his mother' like, groom. This is Jack. How's that? How's that sweet ass? I don't know. I got a Loch Ness monster for you right here. He's like, no, I don't like that. No, I want to put something else in your keep. Here's something you can keep. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she
2: she rapes him back into good health. <laughs> she rapes him
1: back to health. Yeah,
2: it's really... You know, I didn't think about that, but it's really insane that that's what happened. <laughs> yep. Almost as in insane as the whole Loch Monster thing. And this book
0: is from the <laughs> 90s. Like, that yeah. wasn't that long ago. And then he eventually... by a woman. <laughs> also, yes. And he basically starts to get better, and then they're like, where are we going to go? We can't stay here forever. And they're like, oh, I guess we're going to go to Rome. But first... I'm gonna fuck you in the hot springs, and then they do, and then she's like, "Oh, and I'm pregnant." Bump up ba, at the end, and then it's also, the end which was a
2: big movie. thing because she was uh, barren for the rest of the book, but his cum was so strong that he cured her
1: uterus because it was shooting just straight steel cut oats style <laughs> g- uh, jizz into her. It was just it like was like a could, shotgun was- which hadn't been invented yet. They basically the like off pouring of his dick. the cement foundation for something. He was just like <laughs> going in there. Caking the walls. He's like he stuccoed her. It was a stucco ceiling inside of her. Right? I, I didn't you text us. <laughs> and that?
2: so the end. <laughs>
0: so the end.
2: <laughs> That's how it ends.
0: That is how it
2: ends, yes. That's nuts.
1: <laughs> no ifs, ends, or but fucks about it. That book was way too long. It was absolutely too long.
2: But it wasn't terrible. And the Loctus Monster percentages was way too low. Needed, oh, more, <laughs> needed more Nessie. I really, you know, once that's introduced, I really have a lot more questions. And if that's it, I don't, we're not going to read the rest of these books. I'll kill myself. But if that's not, if that's the only mention of Nessie, I've got to be so upset.
1: Oh, fuck. I didn't even, I had another beer I didn't open. Shit. Drink it. Okay. In the beginning, Claire probably wished she had stayed home. <laughs> E.T. stayed home, 13, <laughs> from Evil Twin NYC. And it's a gosa brewed with karuba, which I don't know what that is. Isn't like, that sounds like the wax surfers put on their board. That's
2: the other half of Aruba.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, there's there's Aruba, Boruba, and Soruba. <laughs> this is the third one. Why is it when a you, soft multiple C? multiple choice, you always pick C-Ruba. <laughs> uh, these, these are not words. So, karuba, Lulo, which I think is... uh Lulo and Stitch, yeah. Yeah, that's a Pixar movie or something. Soursop, which I happen to know what that is, actually. And pure pink Himalayan ancient sea salt. So it's expired. (laughs) Past
0: its expiration date. (laughs) Because salt expires.
1: I saw a social media thing at one point where someone posted their artisanal Himalayan pink sea salt. And it was like, this sea salt was... You know, 200 million years ago, deposited it into the mountains here, and it was mined out well, like the kind of the the bottle says, you know, ex- ex- it expires. Yeah. It's
0: like, it's a million years old. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but it expires in 18 months. We got it just in time. Also, isn't
2: all salt that old?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, this is a fine beer. It is, I don't know what these flavors are to be like, yeah, I have strong notes of Lulo. Are those the flavors uh, or, or those hops? He doesn't mention anything about hops. This is a sour beer. There's probably beer any in there. Oh. It just tastes like a sweet tropical juice. Perfect to drink in this winter weather. (laughs) So, Nate, what did you think of the book? Okay. We know you loved it, but why? At first, I was like,
0: okay, this is fine. (laughs) Until it got to the part where it was like, where Randall was like, told Jamie...
2: Elton John, want, the villain.
0: Where it's <laughs> like, I I just, if you, I just want to fuck you. And it was like, which was about halfway through. Then I was like, holy shit, that is, and that whole plot line was so bad. And then, it, it, okay, the book was way too long, but there was nothing wrong with the plot except for that one part until the last 25%, where then it just got so Fucking ridiculous Where There's the like Rescue mission Into the prison But then it doesn't work And then Jamie has to say Forget me Just leave me here Don't think about What he's gonna do to me And then they do Rescue him Using cows With with an even worse plan (laughs) Yes And (laughs) that like Last Like Heist mission part Just got so Fucking stupid if if you like forget those things, there was nothing. <laughs> there was nothing wrong if you forget with it. Several if you forget major the things, plot points. <laughs> if you forget the things that were wrong with it, there was nothing wrong with it.
2: <laughs> That's true. It That's was always true.
0: <laughs> I was honestly quite surprised that all that stuff was in there. I did not think. I thought it was just okay. How could you make it better? Just take off, take out the part where Randall was a wanted to rape men take, take out all that stuff and just have him be the main villain of the, you can keep him as the main villain of the book and just have the ending be like some big fight or shootout between Jamie and Randall where Claire has to like pick between, you know, Oh, this is my, like, this is my one husband versus the other husband, you know, and have to pick between the two. Like that would have been perfectly fine. And then that, then, then there's the end. And that would have been much more sensible than what we actually got. Than
2: raping him back into mental wellness? Yes. Yeah. Honestly, I thought it was going to be way worse. It had a lot of really... Those plot points are pretty horrifically dumb. I thought this was just going to be... Lady gets warped back in the future for MacGuffin re- Warped back into the past for MacGuffin reasons and has to, you know, fuck her way through history.
1: It's based like the... On
2: every- Everything you heard about this show, which is like, oh, this lady just bangs people a lot, and they're in the old times, and she's got sucked into the past. But, like, the, the the fact that she was sucked back into the past is such, like, a small chunk of the book. It's almost inconsequential also. She could have just been from out of town, and it would have been essentially the same. <laughs> she could have just been in a ship that was blown off course? She could have actually been French. <laughs>
0: She could have just been French and just...
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm in it, Scotland and everything
1: is weird She now. could have
2: been a French herbalist and it would have been largely the same.
1: I think... It comes up in the book a little bit. I think it's a bigger deal oh, in it the comes show. Up a lot. And in the s- sequels, I would imagine. The whole... Like, that she knows how this uprising is going to end. And that's what yeah. I think she warns Janie when she's about to go back into the rock portal. She says... Just fucking don't do it. Don't go to this battle. They're going to lose. Stay away. They're going to kill everybody who was fucking around after it was there. Stay out of it. And so, like, that seems like an interesting uh, potential plot. You know, that she knows how this works out. But Jamie doesn't care. Like, Jamie's not a, a diehard supporter of the pretender cr- king. Yeah. He's just like, whatever. I just don't want to get fucked in the butt. <laughs> and after that happens, he's like, I don't care about anything. So he doesn't really care about the politics of Scotland that much. So the conflict there of her knowing how it's going to happen and having to like persuade him, that never matters. Instead, he's just like, oh, all right, cool. I will go. So then her knowledge of the future is really not worth much, except for the to be able to throw a good dig at uh, Randall. When when she says I am a witch, and you're gonna you're gonna get married and you're gonna have a kid, but you're gonna die before it's born, and you're gonna die on this day, and she gets to taunt him a little bit, but other than that, and being able to lament the lack of modern medicine, her knowledge of the present day or 1946 doesn't matter too much. Yeah, this could have writing? been a lot
0: worse, but I was also oh. expecting it to be better. Or more like, if you, like, just, you know, go with the MacGuffin, Is like, oh, she goes back in time, and then she's having to live in the... That was the concept of the book. In the first half was perfectly fine. Was like, it, it was okay. And it just, for the most part, just got ridiculous
2: at the end. And didn't need to be so fucking long. I imagine I, a lot of the later books will have more of the coming from the future stuff Right?
1: I imagine the only way I can imagine sustaining this for nine books is she must go back and forth in time.
2: No, she goes to different countries. I can, she must have That's to go back I've to her future. It's important. People way. that i have seen the show, they're like, now she goes to France and she goes, I think, to Italy or some shit. She goes to Aruba or like, you know, the New World at some point. So who the fuck knows?
1: I'm curious to see what her position is in Aruba when she's like, ooh, slavery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I really don't want to pick that sugar cane <laughs> myself. <laughs> I guess I'll just, you know, they went in yeah. Rome.
2: No, that's a different book.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think of the actual writing? Because I couldn't tell if it was fine or bad at points. I think it kinda of, when you have a thousand fine. pages in a mix of both.
2: There it were some lines that about. stuck out
1: to me as shitty, like entertainingly shitty. Like when she describes what she looks like, it's like what does Claire look like? Right? Like, you don't really get it too often. Which I guess was nice.
2: I don't have any idea what she looks like.
1: Well, she's a white lady. Well, that part I knew.
2: But that was I, a here, here's,
1: um, in the first part of the book, what we forgot, because it was a thousand major ago, everybody keeps talking about getting perms. <laughs> like there's like five 500 mentions in the first two chapters. Like, oh, she had a perm. Like, oh, she thought I had a perm. That's just what my hair looks like. Oh, yeah. So she has curly brown hair. And this is one of the lines. Like, this is stupid. Someone says, oh, you know something about your hair, your perm. She goes, I hadn't the heart to tell her that the waywardness of my light brown curls was strictly the fault of nature and not due to any dereliction on the part of the permanent, the permanent wave manufacturers, her own tightly marshaled waves suffered from no such perversity. Like it sounds like Jane Austen. It does, but writing about perms. (laughs) Yeah. but So it's (laughs) therefore stupid and not very good. Like, she's like, th- thesaurus, engage. And she just worded it up. Yeah. I mean, my th- favorite, most
2: of it's not written like that, is it? I mean, most of it's there's just
1: random. Pass, there's like just random snippets of that. Hmm. Where you're like, oh, you 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 really laid it on a little thick here. Oh, I do like that they, uh, they call Sandringham an arse bandit at one point. <laughs> I forgot about that line. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I found the fucking quote I was looking for about the lawyer. He fought with the law's chosen weapon of excruciating boredom. I liked that line actually. <laughs> but there's one another one describing you know herselves or whatever. You no, know, talking comparing Frank, her modern day husband, and Jamie Scottish, hot piece of ass, polyglot, horse enthusiast, warrior, big cock owner. She goes, it was was difficult to imagine a greater contrast. Frank was slender, lithe, and dark, where Jamie was large, powerful, and fair as a ruddy sunbeam. While both men had the compact grace of athletes, Frank's was the build of a tennis player. Jamie's the body of a warrior, shaped and battered by the abrasion of sheer physical adversity. And then this line I really like. Frank stood a scant four inches above my own five foot six like, Why do you need to tell us both of your heights in that sentence? It just seems it's like she, the, she's it's a, a height supremacist. So she doesn't she doesn't
2: fuck under six feet, but she slummed it with Frank.
1: But it's like the sentence Nate always pointed, right? Like he was as tall as a six foot tree. Like, like, <laughs> let me tell you what Frank was like. Frank was four inches taller than me and I'm five foot six. Like, is this a <laughs> shitty word problem? <laughs> It's for second graders. You know. How tall was Frank? <laughs> Teacher also told you to
0: use a metaphor, so he was as tall as a 6-foot tree.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think there were there, there were, it was fine. I wouldn't say it was well written, like particularly well written, but there were, you know, she it's stumbled not the across kind of some funny lines or some clever lines. But there were plenty that were just dumb. This book is
2: about it was about fucking also with some light witchcraft and Mythological creatures and a really gay bad guy.
1: Yeah, but not gay in like the 1990s sense, where you don't like something, because so you call it gay. No, like literally, he is a gay rapist. Yeah, like oh, he's a gay fucker, that guy. <laughs> and he punches
2: women in the stomach to abort their babies,
1: and then and then fucking you know smirks about it and, and it's like, ha ha, bitch. <laughs> But then also do we talk about how when the sister do we do talk about it? when the sister said oh he wanted to rape me but he could only get a boner if you scream and struggle. Yeah, that sounds
2: about right. Or if you
1: make your voice so really deep and So she kicked him in the dick brother. and he couldn't get a boner then and then when he pulled his dick out she laughed at it and so then he couldn't perform cuz she wasn't screaming for her life. Oh
2: yeah, she so didn't then he laugh just left.
1: At him. Yeah. He's he's pretty I mean I'm sure there are people like that unfortunately in the world and in history. But it was it was pretty extreme. Do you think that over the many generations, like if she went back to different times, she would find the different descendants or ancestors of her husband? So she starts with like Frank, uh, starts with Black Jack, who wants to rape her. And then the president of a guy who loves her. Like they would just get gradually less rapey and more nice over time. Like if she went to like 1890, <laughs> the guy would be just like a dick. And he <laughs> smacked her a little bit, but he wasn't a rapist. Uh, maybe that's in the other books. I hope so. I hope be so. Be That's really why there are nine series. books.
0: Yeah, she has to meet all the different
2: generations. That sounds like a goddamn nightmare.
1: I can't imagine what the fuck else the other nine books can be.
2: And the second she finds the Wolfman, <laughs> <laughs> and the third one is Frankenstein. It's Claire versus Frankenstein. It's like Abba
1: Cello, but it's her going through time. <laughs> but also, like the villains have to get more ridiculous I, as the story I, I, goes I gotta on. I've got to believe that this can guy's they? not dead. Well, like, does she meet in like book he wears a four, silly like the huge centipede guy? <laughs> like, <he's just laughs> making That's human when they go to Germany. And Scotsman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know
1: what else you could find. It's just a very high bar of the.
2: <laughs> if the, honestly, the centipede guy isn't in this, I'm gonna be pretty
1: disappointed. <laughs> Well, people wanted us to read this. This came in close. This is like the closest poll we ever had. Uh, well, the closest poll Jamie ever had <laughs> was a different one. <laughs> it was the closest po- book poll we ever had on Patreon, and a lot of people uh, people messaged me like, "Please do Outlander," and I'm like, "I really, I don't want to." But we did.
2: It's not that's kind worst of the thing theme of the book. It's very rapey,
1: <laughs> and I really don't want to do that. Uh, so who should read it
2: oh Jesus Christ I don't I don't know I don't know if anyone needs to read this I don't know I guess if you're like a romance novel schlock person you, you go for it you, you do you that's the only person I could think of Nessie enthusiasts <laughs> cryptozoologists
1: we want teas tease <laughs> of Nessie though
2: yeah the Nessie <laughs> plotline really takes off in book four this is, like, this, is like centipede guy. A, this is like Game of Thrones, you know, like he's introducing all the characters and they'll have plot lines later on.
1: Like, does she go back in time to meet Jeffrey Dahmer? Like, what other <laughs> <four> <laughs> that would be? That would still... be into the future for her. She hangs out with O.J. Simpson on a fateful night in <laughs> 1994.
2: <laughs> she was the gunman on the grassy knoll. <laughs>
1: <laughs> JFK was a descendant of Jack Randall. She accidentally ends up holding a door open for John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, Forrest Just in her way through time.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, if only Forrest Gump had a time machine, then he could do all
2: those things. <laughs> like hold the door open for John Wilkes Booth. That would have been a great Forrest Gump book. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest Gump in time. <laughs> Well, I mean they they made a they they make still making the show, so must still be going.
1: The show's been on since twenty fourteen.
2: Yeah, I saw their they're, they're, so the fuck, they're, fuck they're, yeah, that? stars. They're doing seasons five and six now, which is why I know, we're doing this fucking thing because the season's coming out. Yep.
1: Allegedly. I think it yeah, it starts in uh a few days after this episode comes out, I think.
2: Just in time for fuck season.
1: I think if you like historical romance you'd like the book. And if you like that genre, you're probably not adverse to overly long books. Or overly long yeah. penises. You'd probably prefer them. Who doesn't? Mm. Jamie wouldn't. Prefer them, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> Other than that, most people prefer them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I guess that, that's it for this book. And uh, thanks for suggesting it. And I hope you're I'm pleased really with yourself as patrons
0: and uh tell us what you thought send us an email to drunk book club at gmail.com or follow us on
1: twitter at drunk bc or go to facebook and instagram at drunk guys book club and if you want to support the podcast feel free to head over to patreon.com slash drunk book club you can support us in exchange for real life money that you won't throw away supporting the jacobite uh revolution or you could leave us a review wherever you're listening i just found out you could leave a review on spotify so uh we have at least one review on Spotify now. <laughs> or you could just go, you know, tell someone to check out the podcast. And uh, in, in, in that would be uh, greatly appreciated. And you can also join us on Goodreads. where in our discussion
2: group. We'll be reading the companion piece to the series, Nessie, the Ness Monster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've heard that so many times, it's still funny. <laughs> <laughs> And check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of
0: independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening.